up, everyone? Welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network, where you can check out more Cowboys content over at adcsports.com slash Dallas every morning with Skywalker Steel and every night with me here on Primetime, as always, Brought to you by our friends over at FreemanHyundai.com. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But tonight on Primetime, we will discuss some winners and losers. Not only for the Cowboys, but also for the entire NFC East. Because there are some interesting situations around the division that is expected to be an exciting one. Right now, the Cowboys are still the odds-on favorite to take the NFC East, which would be some sort of history because no one has won the division in back-to-back -back years since 2004, as I'm sure most of you know. And now the Cowboys are the favorites after they won it in 2021. But, you know, the Eagles had a pretty good draft. The Giants had a pretty good draft. The Commanders... And I'm still getting used to calling them the Commanders. Uh, ironically, I had already gotten used to calling them just the Washington football team. Uh, kind of a hard, difficult draft to figure out, but still decent. They got a starting wide receiver. They got Carson Wentz in the offseason, a round three quarterback to develop. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Nicholas says, Dotson was a hell of a pick. And I, I don't know what to make out of the Dotson pick because I'm pretty sure that everyone liked Dotson, the player. I'm not sure everyone liked the value that Washington got, got out of that uh, specifically because they traded out of their, a position in which they could have gotten the second best wide receiver in the draft. So I know there's some con con controversy there. Uh, we'll talk about it for sure tonight on the show. But to start things out, we'll keep it, on, we'll keep it in Dallas to start the show. So my question from me to you is now that the draft is in the books and the Cowboys got an offensive tackle, an edge rusher, Jalen Tolbert in the third, Jake Ferguson, a bunch of day three swings as well that could work out for them. Now that it's all said and done, let me know in the chat who was the biggest Cowboys winner from the 2022 draft class. Now that the draft is in the books, who do you think? It can be a coach. It can be a player. Who in the Cowboys is the biggest winner? Let me know in the, in the YouTube chat, in the Facebook, what do you think about this while you give me your answers and before I give you mine. Let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanHyundai.com because the ride of the week is a, the spacious, the new 2022 Hyundai Palisade that starts at $38,595 comes with third row seating, perfect for families. Uh, it has a towing feature capable with trailer sway control, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, blind spot collision avoidance, backup camera and rear parking sensors. And I've said this all week and I will say it again. Go into FreemanHyundai.com and actually check out the interiors of the new Hyundai Palisade because, you know, it's pretty luxury without being 
the luxury vehicle in terms of price, right? So make sure you check out the Hyundai Palisade over at FreemanHyundai.com. Once again, that's FreemanHyundai.com, bringing you primetime as every week. Let's see some of your answers here. The biggest Cowboy winner for uh, after the NFL draft. Oh, I like some of these answers. I really do. Chris goes with Parsons. Interesting. Robert goes with Dan Quinn, and Gregory also went with Dan Quinn. I think you guys are right, especially when it comes to day three. I was excited about Dan Quinn in the fifth round because sure, the Cowboys kicked things off with an offensive pick, taking Matt Willetsko, the offensive tackle. But then look what Dan Quinn got. De'Ron Bland, which is a developmental cornerback for Quinn, Exactly what he likes in corners as well. Height, length. And I know it's different because it's a fifth round pick as opposed to a third rounder. But I get a nation right, a nation right kind of feeling out of the De'Ron Bland pick. So I like that one. He got a linebacker for the future in Damon Clark and John Ridgeway to close things out. Because Devin Harper, sure, he's a linebacker, but I believe that the feeling among Cowboys Nation is that he will be more of a John Fassel kind of guy. So I agree with everyone that is saying Dan Quinn. That is a pretty good answer for those of you who, who, who called him the winner. And even Sam Williams in the second, to be honest, with the athleticism that he has going on and also the, the, the trust in Quinn that he will be able to develop him. I like this from, let me see who, who said this. Someone said Micah, Danny Savage did. But not because of him getting, you know, pass rush help necessarily in Sam Williams. So I like Danny's angle here, getting John Ridgeway. Now, we don't know yet if John Ridgeway will be your starting nose tackle. But we do know that a Cowboys could very well use a, a defensive tackle to help out the run defense, eat some space, take two gaps. So you can see why Ridgeway would be also maybe a potential win for, for a guy like Micah. The majority answer so far is Micah Parsons and Dan Quinn for most fans here. Uh, <laughs> Toxic Tom says, Jerry Jones, you saw his draft board, got his man. John says, we'd like to see Tyler Linderbaum. If Tyler Linderbaum would have been a pick for the Cowboys, I'm pretty sure we would be talking this, uh, about maybe Tyler Viadish as the biggest loser or something like that. But I, I, we didn't see Tyler Linderbaum as a real possibility for the Cowboys, right? But anyways, let me give you my biggest winner because it's a different one. So I like this. I, I like that we have some different opinions on tonight's show. Although I like the Queen answers and I like the Parsons answers, I will go as my biggest Cowboys winner after the 2022 NFL draft with Jabril Cox, linebacker. Because last night we discussed how linebacker was still the biggest need for the Dallas Cowboys. At least it appears to be. Because after Cox, after Parsons, you only have Banderich. You only have some, and, and I can show you the depth, actually. Luke Gifford, Devin Harper, Devante Vaughn, and this is excluding undrafted free agents and also excluding 
Damon Clark, assuming he will not be ready to go in September. So I'm going with Jabril Cox because even with Parsons being linebacker one, he also has a lot of pass rushing responsibilities. So that basically makes among those that are full-time linebackers, so excluding Michael Parsons, basically, Gabriel Cox is your linebacker one. And this also felt like some sort of boat of confidence in his ability, in his rehab. So it's like a big, big sign as to what the Cowboys actually expect from the 2021 NFL uh fourth round draft pick, excuse me, in Jabril Cox. So I will call him my biggest winner from this draft in the Cowboys. Chris says he can be considered a rookie season. Pretty much. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, Nicholas says really good answer, actually, meaning they are depending on him, job security. Honestly, who else is out there to challenge Jabril for his starting spot? And I'm I understand why we look at Michael Parsons and we think of him as linebacker number one. And that is correct. But also he's going to be rushing the passer a lot of the time. So that pretty much makes Jarrell Cox your full-time number one linebacker. So I, I like that, uh, Andrew, and I think he will be your biggest winners. Now let's move on a little bit here. Let's not stick only with the Cowboys. We will talk about more... Dallas Cowboys winners and losers here in the show, but also just in the division. Let's talk about the NFC East. And this can be a team. This can be a player. This can be a, a losing team, losing coach, winning player, winning coach, whatever you want it to be. Just name a winner or loser from around the NFC East. John says, Banderich will have to step up. Scary. That's scary, says Danny. We have handed Cox a starting job. He's done nothing to earn it. Well, not in the NFL, but he did a lot to, to actually earn it, to be fair, in college football. So name a winner or loser from the NFC East. Lumen goes with A.J. Brown. Nicholas also said uh, A.J. Brown. A lot of people saying A.J. Brown, but do me a favor, guys. Do me a favor. Along with your answer, let me know. Are we talking about a winner or a loser? Because you can go both ways here. Uh, the Eagles, Eagles, Dan Quinn says MJ. The Eagles, man. The Eagles had a tremendous draft, to be honest. They, they kind of nailed it. They kind of nailed it. My, I have, I have several. <laughs> I have several, but I agree with you guys saying Eagles. I will go, however with a specific answer. I will go with Jalen Hurts. So I agree with those that are saying, you know, the Eagles are winners. I think that you could make the argument that they found the most value because the Giants also had a pretty good draft, but they have picks five and seven. So that's pretty much cheating <laughs> uh, in the answers. But give me Jalen Hurts as your biggest winner. And Francisco is also, say, also said it in Facebook. He's the biggest winner in the NFC East. Listen, Jalen Hurts is getting A.J. Brown, who is 26-year-old. A lot of people are saying, well, you know, they had to give him a contract, and that is correct. But A.J. Brown is 26 years old, guys. Still has a lot to do. Cam Jurgens, 
for Jalen Hurts as well. So he's getting some help in the offensive line. For many, Jurgens was the number two offensive center in this draft class. And then he also got some help on defense. And that might not directly benefit Jalen, but he's getting some help all around. They got Jordan Davis. They got Nakobe Dean. So they're getting a huge boost on defense. So watch out, man. Like Jalen is getting a chance to really be able to prove it with a more complete team around him. And those are just their top picks. But honestly, they did get a lot of help in the latter rounds as well. They got Kyron Johnson in the sixth round and Grant Calcaterra in the sixth round. Now, they are six-round draft picks, so you cannot make too much out of it. But Calcaterra might earn a role right, uh, uh, right away, the tight end from SMU. And Kyron Johnson, people liked his pro day a lot. So you could see him helping on the pass rush department. So shout out to Jalen Hurts. I know that, hey, this is a Cowboys show. We don't like to give some credit to other NFC East teams, but we will do so tonight because they're one of the biggest winners. A.J. Brown is seasoned, says Jared. Yeah, man. A.J. Brown is, AJ Brown is pretty good. He's getting a lot of help in that. And the Giants uh, and the Eagles, excuse me, are really telling Jalen, all right, this is your chance. Prove it. But they're giving him a team to actually do so in 2022. So that would be one of my biggest winners. And I might hate to do this, but another winner for me is, honestly, the Giants overall. Because they might have, and people have said this, they inherited a disaster of a franchise. You have... John Mara talking about how they did pretty much everything that they could to ruin Daniel Jones' development. Well, that might be the case. That might not be the case. But they had ammo, and they made the most out of it. They had, what was it, five picks in the top 100, three of them in the top 50, two of them in the top seven. They get Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon, and then somehow because this was a big surprise to me. They got Evan Neal with the seventh pick in the NFL draft. This might be the best offensive tackle from the class. I know people like Iki a lot, and I understand why some saw him as a number one tackle. But Evan Neal, you could definitely make the case for him to be the number one tackle. At number seven, that seems like a big time steal. And then they got... Daniel Jones, Wayndale Robinson, who will be a threat out of this lot. They got him Daniel Bellinger in the fourth round. They got a lot of defensive help as well in the fourth round in the third one. So, you know, the Giants made the most out of their picks. <laughs> Toxic Tom saying that Brian DeVoe looks like a fat Bill Burr. I cannot confirm that, but I cannot deny it either. Uh, Giants defense gets better for sure, says Bruce, but I just don't see Jones as a threat. But now if you're Brian DeVole, you can look at this and you can say, all right, we got just some help on the offensive line because they did also get uh, Joshua Iseudu from North Carolina in the third round. You're, so you're getting, with the seventh pick, the 43rd pick, and the 67th pick, you're getting Daniel Jones' help. So if you're Brian DeVole, you're also going to figure out pretty soon whether or not Daniel Jones is your guy. 
I also have big questions about Daniel Jones. And if I had to bet, I would bet that he is not the long-term quarterback for the Giants. But you can see how they they won in this NFL draft by finding Kayvon Thibodeau in the fifth with the fifth pick and Evan Neal with the seventh. Think about how many mock drafts had these two guys off the board by the time the Giants picked with the fifth pick. Think about that. They, they pretty much knew they were maybe going to be better off sitting tight and waiting for them to fall, and it, it happened. So honestly, respect to the New York Giants as well. That was pretty fun for them. Now, another winner, and this might be from the... Uh, this might be, you know, controversial. And I saw some people mention Carson Wentz as a winner, I believe. I will say that Sam Howell from North Carolina was a winner for the New York, for, for the Washington Commanders. Because Sam Howell comes with a lot of question marks, a lot of them. But I like the situation in which he falls. Because... He has a bridge quarterback in place to give him some time in Carson Wentz with the Washington Commanders. I wouldn't say that the Commanders are winners based on, on finding Howell in the third round just because I had too many questions about him. But I will say that Howell himself is a winner by falling into, a, into an interesting situation. Now... We talked about winners for the Cowboys, and we mentioned Dan Quinn. We mentioned Micah Parsons, <clears throat> uh, Jabril Cox. I would say that, you know, Dak Prescott is also a winner because you you took Amari Cooper and Lyle Collins away from him, but you got him some help with Jalen Tolbert, with Tyler Smith. At least you, you tried to make up for it some way, somehow. But how about losers? Who is a loser for you for the Dallas Cowboys? Who would be someone that lost with the 2022 NFL draft class? Let me know in the chat. Now, Toxic Tom says, Dak definitely isn't a winner. LOL. Not the biggest of winners, but at least the uh, two of the first three picks went to make up for the losses that they had over there earlier in the offseason. So I would call him a low-key winner, right? Who is a loser? Toxic Tom goes with Mike McCarthy. Danny Savage goes with Jerry Jones. I will kick things off with a player, though. And I hate this. I, I, I'm not a fan of this, and this might be controversial as well. But I, I'm going to say Tyron Smith, guys. I'm going to say that Tyron Smith was a little bit of a loser here because we've been for years now talking about how the Cowboys could target an offensive tackle in the mid-rounds, kind of preparing for Tyron Smith if he gets hurt. And now it, it, it feels like it has happened. Now the Cowboys got Tyler Smith. And Smith is going to head into 2023 uh, after 2022, of course, uh, he will be in a contract year. And in 2023, the Cowboys can get rid of him and open up $9.5 .9, million in cap space. So to me, this one feels like 
not a surprise, yet still a loser. Because we have gone from, oh, the Cowboys should target someone for the future to that someone is already on the roster. It's Tyler Smith. Whether you like or not the pick, whether you like it or not, the Cowboys' plans, if it pans out for them, is for Tyler Smith to be the guy that replaces Tyron Smith. And if he develops quickly, we cannot be surprised if Tyron Smith is getting ready for his last rodeo in Dallas. So I'm going to go with Tyron Smith as a loser on this one. And I hate it because I love Tyron Smith. I believe that over the past few years, he's been he's even been underrated by some in Cowboys Nation because of the injuries, which I understand the complaints and all of that. This guy is still one of the very best in the NFL. It would be difficult to convince me that the Cowboys are going to let Tyron's contract play out. Call, call this a gut feeling, but it does feel like Tyron's last year in Dallas, is, especially if Tyler plays well. Forget about great. Forget about Tyler Smith being an, developing into an all-pro tackle. I just feel like the Cowboys are going to bet a lot in, in Tyler. And I think that that's the end game for them. They've said it in the press conference and, and everything. They, they've said that they see Tyler as their long-term starting tackle. Bruce got the use says, T. Smith for T. Smith. Toxic Tom says, I'd say Bohanna, a loser too. And Tommy915 also mentioned him all over here. I agree, I agree with that one. Bohana uh, was your big nose tackle, prototypical kind of nose tackle. And the Cowboys went and got John Ridgeway. So it does feel like he's a loser because suddenly he will find himself in a big time competition during training camp. I think it's far from a guarantee, though. I think it's far from a guarantee. Interesting take from Chava here. Isaac Alarcon is a winner. I could see, I could make the argument for this as well. I don't think he's like, like a super big time winner. I don't think that his, his status changed a lot after the NFL draft. But the fact that the Cowboys didn't, oh, this is the wrong graphic, excuse me. The fact that the Cowboys didn't go get a guard with one of those four fifth rounders, for example, though does feel to me like maybe he benefited from the Cowboys not taking a guard late in the draft. Because you know what? Hey, Isaac, I admit to my bias here because that's my guy and I want him to be on the roster so bad. But there's not like crazy depth at guard and the fact that he can also play tackle, although not ideal, you know, that helps him maybe with the position versatility. I am... Super excited to see the great Isaac compete for a starting spot with the Cowboys. Uh, not, not a starting spot, excuse me. 53-man roster spot. Sorry. You know, I, maybe I got daydreaming there. Uh, wasn't what I meant. <laughs> Isaac is definitely not, not yet not in the conversation to be starting. He's in the conversation to be fighting for a 53-man roster spot. 
Bruce says Alarcón is still an international player and still on the roster. Hopefully he stays on. So a little bit of a surprising thing, though, to me, the Cowboys in their own website, like the team itself said that Alarcón didn't have the international tag yet uh, anymore, that he was going to have to fight for his spot without that protection. But Michael Gelkin from Dallas Morning News reported today that he still has it for a third year. So that was maybe a mistake from the Cowboys website when they put that out. So good news for Alarcon as well. Uh, Toxic says, I honestly hope guys like Tyron and Zach Martin leave so they can get a ring for their Hall of Fame careers. We wasted their talent there. Might be selfish, but I don't want them to leave. <laughs> I understand what Toxic Tom is trying to say. But also, like, come on, let's not act like if they leave, they're going to get a ring because that would be wildly optimistic and really difficult to predict, right? Do me a favor, guys. Hit the like button before we get to this final answer here, this final question here. Hit the like button. Every like allows us to put this show in front of more Cowboys fans as we continue to grow the ADC Sports Dallas community. Here we go. This is the final question of the show. Let me, my computer is betraying me right now. All right, here we go. Is Mike McCarthy a winner or a loser from this draft? Give me your answers in the chat. Let me give you a quick case for both answers. You could say McCarthy is a winner because the Cowboys did go and heavily targeted their most pressing needs. We talked about this last night. They needed an offensive lineman, an offensive guard, check. They needed an edge rusher, check. They needed a wide receiver, check. And a tight end, check. In that order, too. So you can make the argument that the fact that the Cowboys were drafting a little bit for a need could make Mike McCarthy a winner. But also, Tyler Smith. What have we been talking what have we been talking about? Development, future, upside. What have we what have we been talking about when about Sam Williams? Upside, development, all of that. So you could also make the argument that he is a loser. My answer will be loser just because I think that he it wasn't a draft class that made me believe, you know what? He's ready to go and he's earning job security when we know it's going to be shaky. It is going to be shaky, to be honest. Uh, winner, if it pans out for him, says Bruce, loser because then he fell on his own sword if it fails. Winner, he solidified his front office job next year, says Nicholas. Oh, that's a good comment. Uh, winner, Mike is a loser no matter what, says Tommy. I'm on the fence for Lumen, who's representing Titans Nation here. All right, there you go. I'm going to go with loser just because I think that the Cowboys didn't get enough immediate help to make, to, to make him earn some job security with this NFL draft. However, guys, this, this will be it for me tonight on Primetime. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. Do me a favor, hit the like button, share the stream. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, 
Let your friends know about Primetime. We are here every Sunday through Thursday night. As always, brought to you by our friends over at FreemanHyundai.com. The ride of the week, make sure you check it out, is a 2022 Hyundai Palisade. So go check that out. And hey, thank you. I appreciate your support. Thank you for being here. I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central, here on ADC Sports Dallas. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.